welcome, especially if you're new or just joining us for the first time or come along with family to celebrate Christmas uh, with us. We're really glad that you're here. Um, everybody got their Christmas shopping done? Some of us have achieved and done our Christmas shopping. Some of us not quite there yet. Um, But there's always the trusty gift card, isn't there, if you haven't managed to get there yet. Um, It's difficult, isn't it, finding the perfect gift for a loved one, isn't it? I'm not particularly natural at gift buying. Um, When Jess and I were in the early days of getting to know one another, I thought I'd buy her a gift. And um, so I thought I'd maybe get us you know, a piece of clothing. And uh, quickly realised how tricky that is. Walked into the shop, spoke to the assistant, told her the kind of things she typically likes. She asked what size she was. And my knowledge of sizes at that time was pretty vague. And so the lady asked, well, um, is she bigger than me or smaller than me? And I thought there is no good way to answer that question, so I'm going to give up. And I thought, I'll just get her something else. She's probably got a gift card. Uh, but we, uh, there's a fine line, isn't there, between a panic buy and finding a gift card resignation, but in the mission to find that one meaningful, soulful present, the perfect gift. And so I've developed a criteria of four things to steer me through the present buying minefield to try and find the perfect gift. And it reminds me of the gift that God offers us in Jesus at Christmas. Um, And so, in order to um, think about those um, four things, I've hidden some presents around the room. So if we've got any children, are there any children here who can help me find some presents? Accidentally left them, Nigel will help me. Any children that will help me? Yeah, thanks Josh. So there's three of them, they're wrapped in this wrapping paper. If you can find them and bring them to me, you can have a chocolate. Ooh. Great. Thank you. Do you want to take a... Thanks, Misty. Do you want to take a present? Air chocolate. Great find. Thanks, Josh. That's all of them. Do you want to have a seat? Do you want to take a chocolate if you found a present? If you didn't get a chocolate because you didn't find one, you can always have a chocolate at the end. (laughs) So... First criteria for finding the perfect gift is it needs to be personal. Which um, oh, I've got to remember how I pack, wrap them and what's what. What's this one? Does somebody want to help me unwrap this? <laughs> All right, hold on. You can both do it, I reckon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my my wife. Jess is particularly good at buying me personal gifts. Not, she doesn't. I actually bought this uh, this for myself. But most birthdays, Jess will buy me Norwich City football tickets. To me, there isn't many better gifts in the world. It's personal to me. They're my favourite team, and I get to go to watch them most Januarys because that's what she gets me. It's a good gift. It's personal, and I'm kind of learning off, you know, from Jess that present buying is about buying something that the person wants rather than something that you want. Um, which most of the time I get right, although I did buy Sebi a Nerf gun for his birthday, um, which 
had mixed motives. <laughs> One of God's greatest gifts to us at Christmas is that he sends Jesus to us. And, it, and we know uh, that God knows us personally. It shows us that he knows us personally. He knows what we're like and what we need. It also shows us that he wants to know us personally. That he wants to know who we are and what we are like. And he wants to be in a relationship with us. See, God doesn't keep us at arm's distance, at arm's length. He's not an abstract theory or a higher power. But he relates to us on our level. He comes down and becomes a human being in the person of Jesus so that we can know him and relate to him. God couldn't be any bigger. And so he made himself smaller to get alongside us. One of Jesus' titles in the Bible is Emmanuel, which means God with us. And for all of us who make room in our heart and our lives for him, experience Jesus as a personal gift from God. Uh, The second one, second criteria, is it needs to be a practical gift. Who wants, Seb, as you're itching, do you want to come and open that for me? There we go, practical gift. Not got the battery in, so I can't make it. There we go. So I look for a gift that's personal, but also look for a gift that's practical. A gift that genuinely meets your needs. I got this as a gift from my father-in-law, Nigel, um, a couple of Christmases ago. When Jess and I uh, bought our first house, I was a complete DIY novice. And uh, Nigel knew that because I didn't own a drill, which is a cardinal sin, apparently. I had no idea. I didn't even have a screwdriver to my name. Um, So he bought me this practical gift of a drill, which I still have, and very occasionally use when when the task is left to me. Uh, We've all experienced, haven't we, that gift that we get given that's about as useful as a glass hammer. Um, It's good to get a practical gift, isn't it? And if you're anything like me, you'll know what it's like to let yourself down, maybe to not quite get things right, to miss the mark, to be imperfect. I can be impatient with my children, as good as it looks right now. It's not always this great. I can be unloving towards my wife. I can be selfish. And these are the things that the Bible calls sin. These are the things the Bible calls sin. And it says this about sins. For the wages, the consequences of sin, is death. That the cause of our death is our imperfections. And then it goes on to say this in the same verse. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus God's practical gift to us is forgiveness. He forgives our sin and he forgives our imperfections. How does he do that? Well, do you remember um, if you're at school and those Merlin sticker books you used to get? And you used to play swapsies with people. I'll swap my Stevie G for your shiny Frank Lampard. And you'd see if you could get the deal going because you needed Frank Lampard. You didn't need Stevie G because you've got ten of them. Um, well, God does a swapsy with us. He offers us his perfect life in exchange for our life of imperfections. He swaps us his perfect life, Jesus' perfect life, in exchange for our life of imperfections. And to all who take that deal, Jesus offers to send his spirit 
into our lives to transform us, to transform our imperfections, to be like him and live a new life like his of love, of joy, peace, gentleness, patience, self-control and humility. Jesus was born in Bethlehem, which we often know from the nativity, which literally means house of bread. And later in life, Jesus said, I am the bread of life. And like bread, Jesus promises to satisfy us and strengthen us. Jesus is God's practical gift to us. He offers us the thing we genuinely need, forgiveness and his spirit to help us change and live life differently. Third gift to us, the third criteria when I'm looking for a good gift for Jess is it needs to be a permanent gift. Florence, do you want to open this? Do you might need some help? Florence, you got me a ring. Really kind of you. There you go, a ring. That's my wedding ring, actually. I'm glad we didn't lose that one. I purposely get that one at the front and didn't hide it. Um, so we look for a gift that's pra- uh, personal, practical, and permanent. We look for that gift that's something that's going to be of lasting value, something that the person's going to want to hold onto for life, something that they'll treasure. When Jess gave me this ring as a gift, I've held on to it most of the time. Occasionally lost it, but found it again, thank you. Um, it's a permanent gift of value. It means something to me. I want to hold on to, it, on to it. You want the gift to be just like a dog, not just for Christmas, but for life. And God's gift to us in Jesus is something of um, lasting value. Somebody that we want to hold on to for life. And one famous verse in the Bible, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him won't perish but have eternal life. After Jesus died, three days later, he came back to life. He rose from the dead and appeared to his followers and a group of over 500 people at one time. And that's because Jesus has been and always will be um, eternal, infinite, and indestructible. And so, uh, when God offers the swapsy with us, Jesus' life for ours, what he's offering is to swap Jesus' eternal, infinite, and indestructible life in exchange for our temporary, finite, destructible life. Life without Jesus is a hopeless end. But if we take the deal, then life with Jesus is an endless hope. Fourth thing. Four criteria I look for in a good gift, and this is the final one, is it needs to be purchased. Always good to purchase a gift, isn't it? Rather than walk out the shop without having paid, which I definitely haven't ever done. Do you want to come and open it? Do you want to come and help, Sebs?
All right. Come on. You can exchange it for chocolate, Josh. Um, I don't know if you ever get given a gift at Christmas, which you don't actually need because you've got lots of them. I've actually got quite a lot of these. There's um, a whole tub of 20 of them around. So there's some tables over here where, and, and at the back there, and just as you go, where there's some chocolates. You can stick around at the end and say hi, and uh, we'd love to get to know you, especially if you're visiting. There's also a book, which is a, a gift for you. If you're not part of the church here, you're just visiting us and want to find out a bit more about the thing that I'm talking about this morning, there's this uh, book, The Gift. Feel free to take one. It's free to you. Please just pick one up as you um, head out. Um, so the gift needs to be personal, practical, permanent, and purchased. Um, you like to make sure that you pay for the gift before you walk out of the shop, don't you? Uh, it's a gift um, that costs. I mean, sometimes um, if you get that gift that you've got loads of and you don't really need it, have you ever given somebody something that you already own because you no longer need it anymore? No, just me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this, this person might appreciate it, wrap it, save myself some money. Uh, but it's not a very valuable gift, is it? But that's not what God does for us. God gifts us a gift that he purchased. It cost him. It didn't come for free. God gave up his only son. He gave up his son who gave up his life. Jesus rescued us by purchasing for us forgiveness on the cross. It cost him his life. He paid for it. We couldn't save ourselves, so Jesus came to rescue us. But if we try to save ourselves, then God can't rescue us. So, when I found the perfect gift that's personal, practical, permanent, and actually bought and purchased, what I usually do, then, is I offer the gift to the person. And usually, they respond, if the kids have been well-trained at Christmas, to say, thank you to receive the gift and enjoy it. And it gives me great satisfaction as the person who's giving the gift to see them enjoying it. Like if I get a present for Sebi or for Florence or Jess, when they start to enjoy the gift, then it gives me great satisfaction. If they don't enjoy the gift, I find that quite hard. Like if maybe, say, I got Jess like a, you know, a gift and she kind of didn't use it, that would like, didn't quite hit the nail on the head there. That cross-trainer, never getting one of those again. (laughs) But if I get her a gift that she uses and enjoys and loves, then I've hit the nail on the head and it gives me great satisfaction. Jesus is God's perfect gift to us. He's personal. It's a practical gift. He's permanent and it's purchased for us. But God isn't in the business of forcing himself on anyone. He, doesn't, he offers his gift, but he's not going to make us take it. He offers himself to you this Christmas. But will you thank him and receive him and enjoy him yourself? It would give God great satisfaction and pleasure to see you thanking him, receiving and enjoying the gift that he's given you at Christmas in Jesus Christ. If you want to think a bit more about taking that gift, receiving that gift of Jesus for yourself and enjoying life with him to the full. Jesus says, I've come to give life and life in all its fullness. If you're interested in taking up that offer of his, then do take away these books and have a bit more of a read and maybe um, talk to somebody who came with about it. 
Is it good? Good. Recommendations for Molly, less so from Josh. Uh, Shall we stand and sing a final couple of carols together?